Hey, it's Lisa Lampinelli of the Losers with a Dream podcast. Welcome back. This week, uh, guess what we're talking about? Breakups. I haven't been through one in 12 years, which is why I'll never date again, because they fucking suck. But coincidentally, Nick, Bo, and our lovely production staff, Rick and Lou, have all been going through crazy girlfriend drama and breakups and all that crap. Frankly, I'd break up with all four of them if I could. So listen, learn from this. It's going to be fantastic. I talk about the guy I broke up with 19 times. Oh yeah, I was that codependent. And the guy who I said, you'll think about me every day of your life. And guess what he did? That's what a gift Lisa Lampanelli is. So sit back, relax, enjoy Losers with a Dream. Live, laugh, love, Lisa Losers. Yow. Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with the Dream featuring me and, yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with the Dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Hello, welcome to the Loser with a Dream podcast. We are losers, and boy, do we have some big dreams. First and foremost, before anyone can interrupt me, you're going to go to iTunes. Shut up! <laughs> what I love about him, he tries to get all his housekeeping done oh, first. Yeah. Well, no, because the big dream is for me to quit this fucking podcast and enjoy retirement. Why am I here? JK, go ahead. We saw Lisa kills him. Go ahead. So, <laughs> oh, that's boy. assault. Yeah, but this you like it. Uh, go out. And I can't hit Lisa back, so. Okay. <laughs> I'll fucking take a punch. Or the threat. <laughs> that can go viral. I you feel like Lisa could, probably. She could what do you think? Actually, I couldn't yeah. because I've never been hit. Oh, With yeah. my personality. Keep it up. We'll see if that doesn't hey, change. Thank you. Uh, no, I have never been hit, and I've never hit anyone. By another woman, ever. F- of course not. In the old days, you didn't fight. Well, we went to Catholic school. We didn't fight. We saved our virginity. <laughs> and we did not fight. At least I didn't. No, no, I've never been hit or hit anyone. And you'd think I would have with the kind of comedy I used to yeah. do. Yeah, you'd, you'd think some hit, like minority would uh, run up on the stage and take a swing. <laughs> they didn't bother. So do your fucking housekeeping, queer. All right. <laughs> It's worse than a physical hit. No. Uh, go to, oh, no. There's electronics around. Okay, Play shut balls. up and go. Anyway, go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Spotify, YouTube. You could follow us on Losers with a Dream on TikTok, TikTok. which is yes! mostly run by Lisa. But we're there, too. Let's just yeah. pause that and just stew on that for a minute <laughs> Why I'm quitting. 60 years old, TikTok. <laughs> it doesn't. What? Uh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, but whatever. You're what you free do? to take it over anytime <laughs> you want, millennials. Go for it. Follow me at Nick Scopes on Instagram. Follow her at Lisa Lampanelli on Instagram. You could follow this gentleman here at Bo McDowell Comedy. You, or you don't have to, because what good do you get? Basically, with Bo, if you follow him, you're basically just following me. Bo, if you click the link in his bio, he has a link that goes to 
that Virginia ham store <laughs> <laughs> for mean, the holidays. Use oh promo God, code. You mean honey baked ham? Yeah, yeah that's I love honey baked ham. I'm so good, ham. dude. Dude, I'm ready for ham. I that's I'm hungry. I talked. That's why I said. I fucking love ham. I'm praying for ham. <laughs> wow, that is really. Let's do a, another podcast called On Praying ham? for Ham. <laughs> and just how we review every ham store in the world. Yeah. And by the way, how does like honey baked hams and edible arrangements and places like that keep a storefront? Wouldn't you think yeah. it'd just be an online store yeah, at this just, point? Just send people ham. Who's and eating ham all year? You me. Know, year and round. I'm going to say something <laughs> to you about that. Why are we talking about these fuckers? They ain't sponsors. No. Okay, uh, here's my sponsorship tip. Don't eat honey baked ham, nor right. get edible arrangements. Because edible arrangements, you know what they do? They fuck you, and I'll tell you how. You order these things for like a birthday, a funeral, whatever you got. Yeah. All of a sudden... Ask for these uh, chocolate-covered strawberries to be part of the situation. Three fucking chocolate-covered strawberries. Rest is fucking melon! (laughs) (laughs) I should have 80 pieces of fucking melon. That's a good point. And a goddamn three strawberries. Because you know some asshole in the house grabs it before I do. And then I'm the asshole. I don't like it, Nick. I don't freaking like it. (laughs) I just came today so I can fucking hit him. That's all. That's the only reason to show up. All right. We're going to get into our first segment here. Yes, we are. The mental health check, and we do not do scale of one to ten because that shit is boring. We think of something creative, something we've been thinking about all week, about how we've been feeling. So, who is going to go first? Let's go in order of lowest IQ. Okay. Me first. Yeah. Do you think lowest your lowest IQ, though? Because, I mean, I'm definitely the highest. We know that. Yes. Um, just because Cholesterol. Uh, yeah, about. well, that too. Okay. Uh, 248, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was my weight at my highest. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> That's when I bulked up and I was like, well, at least I don't weigh as much as my nephew's football team <laughs> combined. Uh, uh, but no, uh, I, I don't know who's... I don't think you and Bo are dumb at all, but I don't think you have very high IQs. I don't think any of you are in this categories of idiot, moron, just plain stupid. But who would you really think is the less... I mean, it's it's real intelligence. It's real intelligence. See, but I don't even know what the IQ, what would an IQ test even entail. So, like, if it's like a lot of math, I'm gonna. No, no, no it's it's different things. <laughs> it's like going down. It's. I think it's. <laughs> if I had to guess, who's the least smart person in this situation? Naturally smart, not yeah. book smart, not book learning. Right, right. I think it's probably Bo. Yeah, right. And no offense, Bo, but no. How could I take offense? You to that? can't because yeah. you went to. <laughs> Some college no one heard of other than in the same town where it exists. The schools you go right. to don't matter, by yeah, the way. It kind of does, because if no, you go to Harvard, you kind of want to you go to fucking brag. medical school or some shit. I oh. had a drinking problem. You had a drink! <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. I think, you were, I think you're oh. great. I think the school you went to is great. I don't I'm think anything's great about either of you. State schools are fine. Enjoy the final episode of the podcast. Oh, fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, nerds! Okay, you I know grammar! I know I hate I know mistakes. You do. Have, you have street smart. No, you really do. You should see me on the corner out there. <laughs> I Fucking toes for cash. Oh, I bet. All right, so, Bo, you're going first. Yeah, right, sorry, I'm going dude. First. So, this week. Yes. I feel like Batman. Not Fat Man, Nick. I, I didn't, knew, I didn't well, say it. Sometimes you have to it. interrupt before he says it. I have to out, agree. Get out in front of these things. Because He's ever since me. you had your breakup, you're girthier. I, yeah. Well, I saw wow. you. It's no, been about no, no, no offense. offense. <laughs> no, I'm not being 
not insulting. I'm just observing. Okay, is... never mind. Wait, let me rewind. Okay, Bo, yeah. ever since your breakup, you look really good, so... That's not I what you said. shockingly <laughs> cannot She's believe anyone again. would say fat about you. Okay, All right, finish your mouth Okay, okay, you okay. Feel like sorry, Bo. Fucking Batman, I'm dude. Batman! Which one? <laughs> Christian Bale? Uh... Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Let's go. He Keaton. was the best. That was, that's okay. what we grew up on. That's what we one we grew up on. Yeah. yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. So why? Because this is weird. Last night I was out in Gotham City. Oh, Faye. Taking care of business. <laughs> Right. Between standing in a line for an open mic. <laughs> no. Fighting, <laughs> fighting crimes against comedy. Do you guys have popcorn shrimp? Or? Doing it all. And I missed my Robin. Because he wasn't there with me. Yeah. Oh my God. And that is so cute. So who's that, Cody? <laughs> Stop making out. And yeah, Nick wasn't I miss there. I you too, dude. And you know I, I had a lot of FOMO about it. I know. Because so it's like, uh, as Batman, it's like, I have to lead you. You know, I have to like take you. To the promised land, wait, right? Wait, like, wait, We did an episode on codependency. What? I don't agree. I think that Nick can stand on his own. He didn't feel... Yeah, shush! Not. Yeah, I'm cat girl. <laughs> yeah, cat woman. He didn't feel like he had to drag you to the stress factory the other night when he was on a show. He doesn't feel like he has to drag no, you along. No, and I'm trying to get... I'm working on my savior complex. Right. But... I was still Christ last night. I was the ultimate savior. Christ and Batman. Yeah. Well, yes. A Christ man. Yes. Trust oh me, man. Trust, can I be real? Because my, my mental health is kind of about that. Like, I had some serious FOMO about last night. I wanted to go, but I was just like, dude, I am just shot and I have to wake up early again and I was just not in the fucking mood. I was not feeling great. Please. This guy's in fucking work, dude. He logs on at 11 a.m. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So, Bo, you don't have to save Nick from his impending disastrous comedy career. Thank you. He has enough natural ability that if he wants to make the effort, he could be a big success. And I think he'll that? be fine. No, I really mean it. I think he'll be fine without right. you. But okay. yeah, it is tempting to be like, oh, let me invite so-and-so and then have them spurn your advice and uh, not even show up. Yeah. And I had to get another Robin to drive me. Okay. You should be able to drive yourself. Oh, listen, I don't, I don't do that. To the steering wheel, <laughs> just hit you in the gut the whole way. Wait, you have a Sherm drive you? Yeah, I had a Sherm drive Ooh. me to the city. Ooh. He should BJ say. Dumb. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Did Shermie BJ go up? Yeah, I got him up, of course. I think you love being a big shot, don't you? I just like, you know, here's the thing. You know, he... If he ever... I'm serious he, right now. If he ever gets any real fame or money, I it's going to be a fucking problem. Well, I think the problem is I get that it comes from a good place, I think, but the other half comes from you just codependency and wanting to help people even if they don't want to be helped. Yeah, well, you know, and I mean, there's always going to be another guy in line that's going to need me. Yeah. So it's no, it's no big deal, right? You know. But is there always going to be another <laughs> guy in line that needs you? They just seem to need. You know, they see they want to grab on to the coattails. Mm. Or possibly or the love, love handles. handles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. We need to stop with no this. No bullying today. Bo is a great man. He is? I don't know. I've I decided really to like change your mental health. Wait, I, like, I like Bo a lot. I, you know I like both of you very much. I just yeah. don't think you have to drag Nick along. And Nick I know, I know. does have different priorities. He has to get up at like 4.30 and train gay men. I mean, <laughs> it's really hard for him. Trust me, there's yeah, time. I forget. Dude, if, I had, if I had like a job where I just had to be there somewhere at 9.00. 
Yeah, you have literally a, the worst job for I would, um, I would aspiring be there, comic. Dude. Just had a whole month of like being. Well, I'll talk about it now. Okay, so, so you go ahead. Why would you? Well, okay. Uh, from Batman to <laughs> my mental health, I feel like this entire month, I feel like DMX. Why? Because I'm slipping, I'm falling, <laughs> I can't get up. <laughs> Life alert. Also, I'm bald from Westchester, and I have financial problems. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. it. And I'm addicted to crack. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. No, but, no, I feel like because this month has just been, I got the stomach bug of a lifetime, the beginning of the month. Yep. Yeah. Then we went right into our live shows. Then uh, things were kind of getting on track. Then I got, and we'll talk about this later, broken up with... You know, I'm doing quotations. Broken up with whatever, right? right? Yeah. That sent that, you into full on tizzy. And then I was just like, oh. <laughs> then I got sick again. By the way, these are all not COVID, all been tested. Yeah, I, I just be got sick again. I was like, shit was pouring out. I was like, dude, this month is just not <laughs> going my way. Yeah. And I just started to feel really like good and normal again today. That's why, like, I wanted to go last night, but I was like, I just need one more fucking night. I need to chill. I agree and with I you. Finally, you know your limits. I finally feel normal again today, but I was just. I I think it was a combination, right? I physically got sick. We had our live shows, which I get, you know, I always get nervous before shows regardless. I'm in a full panic. Then into a breakup, then into getting more sick again. My immune system was already fucked. And then it just got, <laughs> just got right hammered. Right in the ass. Yeah, well, what, so. When did DMX, how old was he when he died? It's like a year ago. He's like 52. 52. So you've got like 20 years left. I'm ready. Before you die. Yeah. Wouldn't life be, and this is not promoting suicide at all, you know, but my <laughs> trauma coach says, and this is really, really smart. So people, yeah. There, I don't think there's one person in the world who hasn't been like, wow, it'd be easier if I just wasn't here. Right. Like who had not really suicidal thoughts, but they have that right. thing where they go, yeah. this would be so much easier. Like I even said to someone who I know who just had a baby, a good friend of mine, I said to her two weeks ago on the phone, she's like, I'm like, the baby this and my yeah. new job I'm starting and my new company I'm starting. I go, wouldn't it be easier if we were dead? And she's like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Kill the baby. I'm not saying we were, but my trauma coach says that's when you do parts therapy, which is there, we have so many different people inside of us. There's no gay joke there, Nick. I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I, I missed it. Don't yeah, worry. sorry. Okay, we have people trying to protect us and people who just kind of, they're different parts of us. And he goes, there's a suicidal part that just goes, yeah, it would be easier. And then we just move on from it. We don't panic from it. Yeah. But do you think by 52, like DMX, you probably will kill yourself as we would hope? I think he killed himself with drugs. But yeah, I... Uh... No, I don't think so. I'm too strong for that. I won't do it. I think it's a good idea to set an age like, limit for yourself. I definitely like texting That's my true. friends. And, you know? I think it's fun. Be like, I text my buddy Anthony after everything happened. And I went, all caps, I go, this is it. He yeah. goes, what do you mean? I go, last Christmas, dude. Better enjoy it with <laughs> me. Just that, he just goes, shut up. Come but over from my house. simply my age, I'm always going, is this my last Christmas? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm only 60. You're 60. But, but so what, man? Wouldn't it be kind of cool to go out young? No. Yeah. I, I, I don't well, imagine. No choice, but... I don't imagine too many people would be that upset if I died. Like, no, no, no. Like, they wouldn't be happy, but they'd get over it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. We like, get I a think, bump in the podcast. We talk about that. So. Well, I think so. That Tupac bump. <laughs> you know, she so dies like, yeah. hey, man, the so crossroads are going to be lovely. Yeah. I hate when they sing. <laughs> so, hey, all I'm saying is if I go, I go, and it don't matter. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we were all agreed on that. <laughs> don't go, Lisa. I won't. I shan't. Don't go. Okay, stop oh, no. singing. <laughs>
mine. Anyway, you're up, headliner. How's right. your mental health? Well, my mental health, obviously, it's a little crazy today. Yes. I know that's like a pejorative word, and you shouldn't say crazy anymore because pe- that's like politically pejorative. Me. It means you <laughs> shouldn't say it anymore. Book. Someone Google it off camera. Because remember in the old days, you could call people crazy. Like you could be like someone, a friend would have a mental health problem, and you go, "You're fucking crazy, man." Yeah. Like that's how I dealt with it, which is probably why I don't have any long term friendships. But now you have to say, oh, you're going through mental health struggles. Right. I just like, you're fucking crazy, dude. But again, I don't fucking know I ain't young. (laughs) So I feel like I'm up and down a lot. Yes. Like I decorated the house for Christmas. It looks so nice. Every night I put on the candles in the window. I put on the little music. Me and Parker and Peggy watch a little holiday movie, even if it's awful. Like Holiday. Did you watch that? No, that sounds terrible. Who's in that? Awful. Straight up trash. Who's in it? Um, Emma Roberts. It's about this this guy and girl decide it's too painful to go home for the holidays alone. So they pretend to be with each other and they fall in love. Well, no. They don't. They do eventually, but I don't want to give the ending away. Okay. But no, so they go through a year of holidays (laughs) with these two. Anyway, it's a terrible movie, but it's really fun to watch with the dogs, and the dogs even roll their eyes because it sucks that bad. Yeah. So I've been up, but so that's one minute. Then I'll be like, oh my God, everybody's going to come on Christmas, and they're probably going to leave early. Oh my God, I know what am I going to do from six o'clock on? Oh my God, (laughs) should I call backup friends and say come over? Like, I've been, like, it's so up and down. So my mental health is a sorority girl's head at a frat party. Up and down and up and down and up and down. That's what the fuck I'm talking about! Oh, yeah, job. She still got it! Yeah, does everyone get that visual? Because your head goes up and down, theoretically, when you're piping someone. Ooh, piping. Piping! So, yeah. So, hey. Let's do our best. We're clearly not all playing with a full deck today. You can say that in the old days, too. Everyone, production, the talent, we're all fucked We're all effed in the head. Except Rick's probably the best, though. Yeah, Rick's good. Always. And Lou's back. Yeah, Lou's back. Good. He no was, one's going to notice, but he's back. <laughs> he doesn't say much, but he's an integral part of the situation. So listen. He's something. Let's keep it together. Yes. Let's try to help these people people these poor pathetic losers <laughs> who are listening and i know you're out there uh what yeah. are we gonna talk tease our little uh first segment i'm getting the fuck out of here for a minute Dude, i'll tease you Go oh god say. please so today we are gonna talk about breakups has gone through one recently I've gone through sort of one recently, I'll explain. And also our production company over here has gone through some breakups. We yeah. are like, just... what a coincidence that I we walk came in, in and here. they're like Lou's like, Yeah, broke up with my girl. Rick's like, Yeah, my girl broke up and I was like, What the hell? And <laughs> what I, is going I, on? I went through a breakup. 12 years ago. Oh, so this I is like a say. fucking. This podcast is like an episode of Black Mirror. Like, whatever we say is going to happen, we just come here and then everyone's yeah. going God, through God, can we do Bo Never Gets Rich and Famous episode? <laughs> it's all her. But yet, yeah. yet, but yet, then he gets really skinny and buff. And which would you pick, by the way? Yeah. Skinny, buff, and a great wife or rich and famous. And be careful you don't just answer me flippantly like you could be a little bitch. Really, what true happiness with a woman, kids, nice house, thin, good cholesterol, unlike me, or rich and famous that leads to nothing but misery. Which do you pick? 
Uh, well, I think I would take. Yeah, I would definitely take the 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 you know the girl and the, the house and all the things. Because you know that there's a chance of happiness with something real. Yeah, and I'll and I'll be funny always. Doesn't matter. Okay, why don't we just go to the next thing? <laughs> no, We're you gonna will. take you a will. quick you have break. That gift. No, you have a gift. You have a gift. <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Nick. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about our topic, which is Bring it up, it's hard to do. We can't sing. She's not going to sing. Now I know. Show tunes every 20 seconds. Shut up. I hate you. Goodbye. What 70 sitcoms that from? (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Lisa Lampanelli here from Losers with a Dream. As you know, me, Bo, and Nick are losers. We have really big dreams. And one of the people who help us reach our dreams is the good folks at Royal Fox Studio. They specialize in producing podcasts, as you can hear, and they can get your show sounding amazing like ours. I mean, seriously, I sound fucking great. Make sure to check them out at Royal Fox Studio on Instagram and on all social media, where you'll be able to see a list of all the great shows they produce including the best one ever losers with a mother effing dream hello and welcome back to the losers (laughs) oh my god did the mics cut out they short circuit (laughs) (laughs) the church next door is like yes lord yes (laughs) hello welcome back to losers with a dream podcast we are losers and we have big dreams. That's right, baby. You and I. You and in an affinity pool in L.A. Yeah. With money and chicks, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What and happened We're going to have guys. Ooh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they wear makeup. Listen. So, what, <laughs> so we're going to get into our topic of the day. Yeah. We're talking about falling out of love. <laughs> Having a bad time. Talking about breaking up. Crying with your friends. <laughs> we were talking about breakups. Yeah. Okay. Breakups with people. Yeah. Breakups with things. Yeah. Breakups with this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Yep. <clears throat> so, how do we come to this topic? Well, if you've been listening, and I know you have. A few weeks ago, our friend Beauregard was dumped. She said, listen, I don't like your black pants. I think they're stupid. (laughs) Yeah, she called me. She let me know that it's no longer a thing. And here's the thing. I was a good breakee. What is that? Is that the... Let's just say yes. Yes. Okay. I was a good breakee in this situation. I understood where she was coming from. I was like, yep. Very good. Good for you. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your remaining <laughs> years. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, there are some breakups where it's just like, yeah, that's, oh, you know, uh, good. Good on you. You know? Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, This was definitely one of those. It, the only sadness I really felt from this breakup was just the, the few days later, I did feel loneliness. Right? Because I had to be alone right, right. again. But there wasn't a whole lot of because it wasn't a very long relationship. Right. There wasn't a whole lot of, uh, you know, tears that need to come out for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I remember when I was in middle school Ooh. and I had my first girlfriend, and uh, I did not know what to do, 
And I was confused as to why I had a girlfriend. You know what I mean? It just didn't make any sense. I was just like, we were like texting and that was it. It was one of those like relationships, you know, yeah, when you were yeah, like, yeah. you know, 12 or 13. And we were, <laughs> we were on a field trip and she like, she like sent one of her friends to come get me. Right. She, oh, and, I love this game. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, Hey, um, Dylan wants to talk to you. Her name was, his name was Dylan. <laughs> no, her name was Dylan. <laughs> okay. And, and I was like, okay, all right. You know, I'll, I'll go. I was like, yeah, whatever. Talk to my chick. You know what I mean? He's like, dude, guys, I gotta go. I can't play Creed in the Carrier today. Yeah. Dylan needs me. Yeah. So I went and she was like waiting for me at like a park bench. And I got over there and I sat down. She was like, so I just feel like this isn't working for me. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, you know, cool. You know, just like, dude, just like, yeah, no, I guess it's not like, you know what I mean? Just like when you're 12, you're like, I don't what, what working? We haven't done it. Like, this is nothing. You know what I mean? You're like, okay. So I remember just being like, all right. And then I just like walked away and it felt, it was the same feeling I had uh last week when she broke up with me where i was just like oh yeah all right you know yeah, yeah. I mean, like there was no skin in the game yet you know right, what i mean like right. she hadn't even met the parents there was no like you know big talks there was no you know <laughs> anything dude so, i you just reminded me of a breakup i had in middle yeah. school where a girl <laughs> called me and like she was like yeah come here and then played a song for me <laughs> It was like a PowerPoint presentation. And she was like, that song symbolizes that. I just don't. And I was like, oh my. I was like, I'm 13 years old. Women are I'm so wearing much more Janko than- jeans and a FUBU jersey. I'm white. I don't know what's going on. You think you're this presentation for the, just say you don't want to fucking hang out yeah. anymore. Jesus. Women were so much more advanced. Oh you know, yeah, as dude. Like, yeah. So like their breakups would be like very like well thought out and like yeah, here like, we go. So I was thinking, and, yeah, and this is gonna happen. And, and guys are just like, okay, uh, can I go like hang out with my friends? <laughs> like this is weird, you know. I had a girl once just read like an essay to me. Basically, she wrote, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like correcting her grammar. No, I'm kidding. So I don't, but, I don't know how to do that. But let's go through the years here because obviously we've had years and years of breakups. Yes. So that's how it starts, where you're just like, oh, whatever, cool. And you walk away. Right. And it's freaking. Well, as I started drinking, my breakups became more like sloppy. Me. Yeah, it became <laughs> it became more me like forcing their hand. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, I'm not going to like actively break up with this person. But what I'm going to do is is I'm just going to be the worst version of myself ah, around them the good old... until it's they get the picture. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So it would be like, it would just be like, well, every time you're around me, you're just like drunk and like yelling and you like, don't like really like look at me. And like you're like fucking making jokes the whole time. Like, you know you're what I like, mean? so what, lady? Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, I mean, that should be a pretty good hint as yeah. to what's happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and that was my experience. I mean, for, like, most of my drinking, it was just like, okay, I'm seeing you now, I guess. And then, like, eventually just being like, oh, I'm going to, like, slowly just act like such a dick right. that you leave. Because, and that was all out of insecurity, right? Because if, if I actually try then I can get hurt. So it's easier just to not try and be a dick. And then eventually they, you know, they get the picture. That's kind of what happened to me recently. I was seeing someone. Yep. Okay. We were things I thought were going well. And I kind of, cause if, I, I don't know if I ever talked about it on here, but like a few dates in, she's like, just so you know, I just want to be completely honest. Like I am seeing other people. And I was like, okay, 
She's yeah. like, are you? And I was like, not currently, no. Just right. this guy named Bo. But <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't put out, so it doesn't count. No. But um, no, but then I was like, I was kind of like talking to people about it, talking to my therapist about it. And, and they're like, and I've talked to friends and they're like, you like her? And yeah. Because like, I was, once she told me that, I like kind of started to withdraw. Yeah. And I was like, but I kind of like her. My friends were like, then do what you need to do. Yeah. To just, you don't want to be like, oh, I should have, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of was like, all right, I like this girl. So I started going for it, text more, hang out more or whatever. And then she was like, yeah, I was like, I forget when. I don't even know what week this is anymore. Yeah. Getting sick. Um, uh, you know, I'm just not, you're like, you're great, you're fun, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, I'm just not feeling it. And I was like, damn. And that was me putting myself out there. Right. And getting... And I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> then you start doing as Bo and I like to talk about. Just give my buddy credit for this term, scrambling. <laughs> start doing the old scramble and start yeah. texting, going the Rolodex. You're like, I can't be alone. <laughs> Who can warm the bed tonight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get Help it. Help me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's how we came to this topic, and, and we were talking about we'll talk about older breakups and stuff like that. But what I've been doing recently. To kind of, because like it's tough, but at the same time, again, I went on, I don't know, six, seven dates with this girl. This right. isn't like a, like. Yeah, it's not going to kill you. Yeah, right. It's not the end of the world, but the same. I was like, damn, I'm fucking bummed about that. Yeah. Um. So I started reading this book on kind of attachment theory, which okay. is kind of interesting. I know Bo already is withdrawn, if you can tell. <laughs> He's just, okay, a book. Lisa will care. I know you don't give a fuck, but Lisa nice. will care. Quit bragging. So. <laughs> Three types of attachment. Secure, which basically no one has. Right. <laughs> Essentially. Anxious and mm-hmm. then avoidant. Okay. So anxious is more like I'm anxious avoidant. So and, and you've probably could talk to this a little bit. So anxious is where like you are uh you know, you're you're say you're texting with the person. You are trying to decipher every text. What does that mean? Are they being short with me? Like, is this okay? Yeah. And like, every time you communicate, you're like, how did that conversation go? Or is everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like me and Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's avoidant, yeah. which is kind of like what you do. Like you did a drink kind of escaped and you were just right. like avoiding them. Right. Like you say certain things like, no, no, yeah, no, babe. I like really like you, but they're like, <laughs> You know, none of your actions show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say the right things, but your actions don't yeah, show. Yeah. So I just want to bring that up because that's I've been reading about that and it's been helping me get through it. If anyone, I forget the goddamn name of the book. It's about attachment theory. It's on Amazon. It has like a magnet on it. I'll, I'll whatever. We'll, we'll put it up. But it's really good. It's been helping me kind of decipher looking about like looking into um, what I've been doing because I've been on both sides of this. Yeah. In the anxious one, like is everything okay? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Are we all right? And then there's avoidant where you're just like. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. I just don't really, like, I'm just doing my own thing tonight. Like, I'm just hanging <laughs> with my boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like when someone's, and I, when someone's avoidant, right, right, I'm anxious. Yeah. And when someone's anxious, I'm avoidant. You know what yeah. I mean? They're, they're all over you. Yeah, you're, like, matching their energy. I get that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think with this last girl that I was seeing, I was a little avoidant because I was, like, noticing red flags throughout the relationship, as like, we talked about. And, uh, and yeah, and I was just like, okay, well, I don't want to bring it up, or I don't want to, like, you know, like, well, we had conversations, but I was just like, ah, like, ah, I don't really want to, like, I don't want to break up over this one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> it would be a red flag, but I'd be like, this one's probably not worth the breakup yet. You know, this isn't, like, the final straw. So, like, okay, all right, let's give it another week. You know what I mean? And then it was just like, all right, this one's not big enough. So I'm not going to break up over this one. And then it just like kept going like that. So I slowly started to just uh, like 
avoid like really feeling anything in the relationship or being like very attentive because it was just like, yeah, like this isn't working, you know? Yeah. Well, you even said there was like a little bit, like a tiny bit of relief. Oh, there, yeah, it was a lot of relief. Like I've gotten that. There was really, I'll talk about it later, but there was one breakup where I was really, it was just rough on me. It was my college girlfriend, but like most of them is just like, you almost feel like it's a, like, you know, things are like, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then once it's like a, just a hit of relief. And it's almost like I was waiting for her to, like, really fuck up or something. You know what I mean? I was, like, waiting yeah. for her to, like, do something crazy so I could be like, oh, okay, now I have the, the proof that I've needed <laughs> to actually do this. It's like, did you go through my fucking phone? <laughs> <laughs> do one of those. Yeah. So the last serious breakup that uh, I had, um, you know, like, I was waiting for her to kind of, like, make a grand mistake. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, and she she didn't. But I finally hit my, like, breaking point of, like, okay, now I have to do this. And uh, that was the first time I'd ever broken up with somebody, mm. which I was not – I wasn't bad at it. I, I think I did a good job of, like, being, uh, like, emotionally available for her and, and all that and, like, actually, you know, like face-to-face and doing it, I think, the best way I could. Um, I cried more than she did by, like – you know what I mean by like a so like I she got in the car and I started bawling you know what I mean and I was just like trying to get through like what I had thought about to say and she was sitting there kind of like you know starting to cry a little bit but she was just like more taken aback because I was just like you know what I mean just like fucking and she's like handing me tissues you know what I mean as you're breaking up with her yeah yeah yeah. I'm just because I it was it, I was so sad that the relationship was ending, and then also I was so sad because I like didn't know, like how to do it, and I would it, it was a lot to put on the line there, you know. And, and I wasn't, and I really didn't want to hurt her, you know what I mean. Right. So like I felt so much guilt for breaking up because I was just like, this I know that this is gonna hurt you, you know. And like I I for me it's like I'd rather two people not hurt, you know. Yeah. Um. But it's like you have to do it. Like you have to break. If things are not going well, if it's a relationship that is uh, toxic, you know, or just unhealthy, it's like you have to do it. You have to break up. But it's painful, you know. And it's like it's like you're like, man, I just I don't even know what my life is going to look like at the end of that pain. Yeah. So like, why the hell would I jump in? Like I just don't even. You know what I mean? Um, and I think. I think it was a really important thing that I did. I started doing comedy, uh, like right after I was doing it a little bit before, but the second I broke up with her, I, it, it like helped me to take care of myself more. Right. And it take care of my, like my, um, recovery and more, you know what yeah. I mean? So there's a lot of good that came out of it, but it was painful. And I mean, it was months of pain and sadness and you know what I mean? So, I'm sure you've been through one like that where it like really rocked you. Probably, you know? the t- I mean, the toughest one was easily it was my college girlfriend. That yeah, was easily the toughest one. We were together like two and a half years. Yeah, college ended, and all my friends were with their now wives. Yeah, like they weren't married yet, but they were dating them, and you knew it was going that way. Yeah, and I was like, they're like moving in with each other, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> is that what I have to do? Like. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. And I had my internship in Missouri, University of Missouri. Yeah. And uh, I was there, flew home for my grad party, saw my 
college girlfriend, whatever. We had a great time. I flew back to Missouri. Three days later, she called me and broke up with me. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, can we do this? I was there. Yeah. But I understand whatever. That was brutal because now I'm not home. I'm not around my friends. Yeah. I'm in fucking Missouri. Yeah. Okay. My roommate's trying to read the Bible to me and shit. Yeah. He's from North Carolina. I tried to bring a girl home from the bar. He stopped it and then started reading a psalm to me or some <laughs> shit. I'm not even kidding. This is just nice guy. But yeah, I was just like, dude, yeah. let me just bang this Missouri River rat and get this out of my... I don't care about the Lord you right now. You got your way. I got my yeah. way. <laughs> uh, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's basically trying to save me, you know, whatever. But yeah. um, that was a tough one. Because also, too, like... I look back at this relationship now and you know, I could be completely wrong, but like if I met a girl like that now, I would know exactly like the right way. She was a phenomenal girlfriend. Yeah. But I was an idiot dummy in college. Yeah. Who like she'd, I'd be like, but all right, the, the cabs are here to go to the fucking bar. Are you yeah. ready? And she's like, I don't know. And I'd be like, you fucking get ready. You fucking, just, get, just be a fucking idiot. Ginzo asshole yeah, yeah. to her. Like I would not like, she had a lot of like anxieties and bad things that I had, but I just like, was like, just fucking like, just deal yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Well, you were just focused on yourself. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Was I focused on myself? Of and course. then about a year and a half later, I got super jacked and hot and <laughs> happily ever after. Okay. No, <laughs> no, but, um, yeah. that was a tough one. And I remember even coming home from that, uh, internship and I like, I need it. Like, cause it ended so weirdly. It was over the phone. I was like, I needed like closure. Yeah. So I met, went and met with her at the diner and then I was just like, we talked and I, I can't, I can't even remember what was said or what happened. I just remember being like, Oh yeah, it's really, uh, it's over. Yeah. Like she really. And then like a month later she's dating someone else, so, <laughs> you know, but that heartbreak is an intense pain, huh? Like there's really nothing like that. <sighs> yeah, dude. If I, I mean, my grad, I, I had to go stay in Missouri a few more weeks and then I flew home. I remember not to make this even more sad, but I remember I had no money at the time and neither did my father. Yeah. And my dad had to sell, like jewelry to get me a flight home. Yeah. His, some of his like personal yeah. shit. I mean, he, he doesn't the care. The pinky rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gold pinky ring and some, some other shit. He goes, I got this shit because I've been saving. He goes, we'll just sell it and get you home. And yeah. I was like, all right. And I sold like a chain. I have, I sold gold. This is how good so is that? We're selling our, I just realized what I'm saying out loud. We're selling our gold chains. We're so broke. To get a home. <laughs> Dude, there's times where I feel like I'm not that Italian that I come across a story like that. I'm like, oh, okay. I I wanted to come home and see my friends. I was fucking miserable. Yeah. And I needed it. It was 4th of July and all the players, everyone was gone. So, yeah, that was easily the toughest one. The other ones were kind of relief. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I really, at the end, when those relationships ended... Both of them were about a year. <laughs> One of them, especially, I thought that was when I was at 30. I thought I was going to marry this girl. When those ended, I was like, it was relief. Yeah. And it was like, I felt like I gave my all. Like, I feel like I was like, I did everything I could. Yeah. On my end. Yeah. I really tried. And didn't I really, it, yeah. Right. And I really tried whatever. And like, maybe it should have ended earlier. Sure. Yes. Yeah. In hindsight. Absolutely. But I was like, I'm not leaving this. Way. And I felt like, so like when it was done, it was relief. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Moving on. Time to go. There's an episode of, uh, of Louie, uh, where he's, he, they have Charles Grodin mm-hmm. as a, uh, as like a, uh, you know, 
co-star in it. Right, right. And uh, Louis going through a breakup, and Charles Grodin is like the old guy that's like there to help him through it. And he's like, oh, I'm just so sad. Like I didn't, I didn't know how sad I was gonna be. And uh, and Charles Grodin is like, he's like, you don't understand. You're lucky. Like you're like this is it. This is love. You get to feel all of it. Like you think that love is like the, the good times and like the being with her and the fun and the laughing. Like, no, like love is experiencing the pain and missing her. And he's like, he's like at one point you're at some point you're not going to miss her. And then that's going to be the real shame, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's kind of interesting. Cause it's like, you, you said that's where you most. got that from. Cause you've said that to me before. Yeah. I went through a breakup in March. You're like, at least you could feel love, man. Cause it is intense. Like and when, I was like, when okay. you go, when you do have like a serious one like that, it's like, you feel, you feel the whole experience of love of being like, Oh, I actually am going to miss this person. I'm never going to have that relationship again. And there's like this, the sadness and you, you feel it. You feel your heart like in pain. Like you feel your whole body in pain. Yeah. You can't eat. From it. Oh like yeah. That. Which if I can't, we can't eat. <laughs> there's something wrong. That's how yeah. I have a fucking problem. Yeah. If I'm not hungry. I'm like, Oh, this is, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always hungry. No, it's true. Like you're just so, you're so like numbed and you're so wrecked. You know, I remember, uh, I, I went to a meeting like every day and every meeting I went to, I started, I would start crying. Like I just the second it started that something would make me think of her and I'd just be like fucking pouring pouring tears and the guys next to me, you know, would just be like, Oh, he's he, all right, he's there and they just let me cry and they let me feel it. And you know, after a week, like all of a sudden I wasn't crying at meetings. All of a sudden you know what I mean? But it, it's such a good human experience to have, I think. You know, and sometimes we like keep ourselves from love because we know that there's that pain on the other side. Yeah. Cause I think it really is true. Like not every relation, like we hope that relationships and like love take us through the rest of our lives. Right. right. Like that's always the hope. That's like our grand goal. You know, it's a dream, but for the most part, these things have a life cycle and we we become different people. We fall out of love with people and yeah. like, we're just going to have to experience loss in our life no matter what, you know? <sighs> yeah, man. But I think that it's a good experience. No, you know? I, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. That's what you said to me that one time. Now I was like, yeah, I think it's I was like, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah. So listen, I don't know much. But I'm, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Don't leave me, girl. <clears throat> Black Street. What do you know about that? So we're going to take a quick break. Yes. And then we're going to come back with the lovely Lisa Lampanelli, our life coach, mentor, friend, CODA member. Head clam and Head clam and shard. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers, and we have big dreams. Mm-hmm. And we brought on... <laughs> The head fucking clam in charge, dude. Oh, my Lisa God. Lampinelli. What a subject. Oh, 
And sometimes I even had multiple breakups with the same guy. I think I had literally lost track in double digits of one of the guys that I uh, went out with. What was the guy's name? Uh, Pothead Tommy. It's in my book. It's in my, my, not, my non-bestseller uh, autobiography, Chocolate, Please. And I'm telling you, it was on and off, on and off, on and off. It was the most horrendous up and down of my life. But I will say... I always like to come on and shit on you guys for a while, yeah. but I'm not going to right now because I'm going to say, <laughs> okay. I, no, I do think it's pretty brave for men, straight men, to come out and talk about that breakups are hard yeah. Be- and crying and having the, all the range of emotions. Because what happens is guys have that stupid fucking attitude or we think they all have the attitude of like, oh, well, you know, the way to get over a girl <laughs> is to get under one or some fucking yeah. shit no, like that. No, crying over spilled clam. Yeah, I, is, that a, is that a saying? That's going to be a bumper sticker for us. So. On our but Patreon. like everybody thinks guys don't go through that and they yeah. just do. So yeah, I yeah. applaud you for not worrying that you sound too queer <laughs> because that is really hard. Also, the second point is I do not envy you guys. It is so hard dating. Yeah. Like I literally am the happiest knowledge of my life is I will never have to date again. <laughs> it is the fucking worst. Yeah. Do you truly feel like you'll never ever? Oh my God. And it's, At this I think 5% of it's fear of hurt. Yeah. And the other 95% is like, oh my God, it's just so much fucking fun to be on your own and call your own shots. Cause I yeah. had 50 years of not. Yeah. So I always had boyfriends up until I was 50 or husbands. And then you're like, oh my God, these past nine, 10 years have been fucking great. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just knowing what you want, but also knowing 5% probably is that, hey, well, at least, you know, I don't have to fucking get broken up with or yeah, go through yeah. those shitty talks. Ugh! I don't want to watch <laughs> what somebody else wants to watch. I don't want to fucking even take you into consideration when I'm making plans. Yeah. Sometimes I even get mad at Parker, my dog, yeah. because he makes me rethink plans. Right. So if I'm getting mad at a little 12-pound dog <laughs> because I can't go away on a spur of the moment, yeah. I'm going to really hate a guy. Yeah. So I do applaud you, and you're fearlessly going forth. However, I know it's mostly motivated by getting your dick wet, so it's not really that much of an applause break yeah, deserved uh, by either one of you. And yeah. Bo, an applause break is that thing that you get when you're a wow. good comic. Nick gets them all the time. Yeah. Just had to do that because you kind of were shitting on him before. Yeah. I had him had to stick up for the guineas. I earned it. <laughs> Once I sold my gold chastity belt. Dude, as to, it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, dude, that is some fuck? shit. It's true. It is actually very sad that your father had to sell things. It sucked. We have no money. Zero money. Yeah, so, but I yeah. thought you came through it. So here's what I want to say. Yeah, this is an important discussion. I like that you guys are putting it out there. Dating is horrible. The end. End of episode. Yes. No. Let's go to this diner. But, Bo, I really could relate to you so much because I remember dating guys, and it just would feel like, huh, it's not quite right. But he yeah. didn't do anything bad enough for me to break up with him about. Yeah. So I would always wish, I would call my friends, and I'd be like, why can't he just cheat? 
Yeah. Because I'll catch it because I'm always smarter than anyone I date, which is yeah. probably why we break up. And I'm like, okay, why can't he just hit me? Like, yeah. it would be so great if some paisan just gave you a fucking backhand on Valentine's Day because on Valentine's Day you hit with an open hand. Yeah. It ain't like Christmas where you get the full fist and on Super Bowl for Sunday. You really. No, but like seriously, man, I used to always wish the guy would do something horrible mm -hmm. so I'd have the excuse, but then I'd have to actually be the brave person and have the fucking conversation. So that's why I applaud the way your breakup took place this time, Bo. Yeah. Because she had the balls to just kind of say it before it got too terrible. Yeah. Because it could have gotten ugly. Oh, yeah. Because you guys go to the some of the similar... Uh, top secret meetings sure then you'd be dreading bumping into her and yeah. being like oh now i gotta fucking not talk real or cry about my new girlfriend in front of her <laughs> which would really suck yeah so i'm proud of you that you didn't kind of try to keep it going just out of loneliness yeah me too was there any temptation because it is you know we just passed the holidays was there any temptation to just kind of stick it out a little bit longer because of those external factors? Um, yeah, in my mind, I was like, ah, we'll just play it through the holidays. But I... You mean if she hadn't broken up with you? Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Um, and I think that that would have been a horrible mistake because then... You're right. There's so much more that goes into the holidays. Like, you, you meet the family, you... Oh, there's you a know. big investment. I remember one spoke him. Remember when uh, we'll never forget, uh, we'll never cease to remind him him coming in second in the Connecticut comedy competition. And he said, oh... Now I got to spend 50 bucks on her because he won 500. I'm like, 50? What a cheap bastard. But you, you know, so you kept the money. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's right. a good thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it is a lot of money and effort gets wasted, but it actually isn't a waste. That, I take that back. A lot of money and effort gets invested in learning <laughs> what's right for us. Yeah. So what did you learn through the breakup, first of all? Through the even for that short of a relationship, it's still an investment. What did you learn from that? I, I learned that I need to probably like identify the red flags quicker right. and be a little bit more like, okay, this is you know what I mean? Like sniff it out. And this is and not don't... saying that you're saying red flags in her, you're saying in the combination of yeah, you yeah, two. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's not she's a bad person or anything like that. It's right. more like Okay, this is the this is like the compatibility issue, right? Right. So yeah, like figure out those compat compatibility problems faster, right? So that if I do need to make that decision, I make it quickly, and then there's less of a harm or a foul. You know what I mean? So I like with any death, you know, like when people die, even sometimes if they're sick, people have that little bit of relief and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it, do you think you kind of in a way? knew it wasn't going to work out yeah. kind of early in. Oh, yeah. Like, how long do you think you stayed too long at the fair? I think I stayed too long an extra month. Okay, so it's not I think bad. it was two months, and the second month was, yeah, shouldn't have happened. Right, right. But, you know. But at least it all happened with dignity. That's what I like about this, because yeah. I remember some of my breakers were hilariously <laughs> undignified. Like, I remember I was thinking about this topic, and I remember this guy... I dated Steve Cohen, my only yeah. Jewish boyfriend. The guy owns the Mets. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I remember when he and I broke up, 
I, I broke up with him actually. Oh, it was really, really you nasty. Threw a yarmulke yeah. at him. No, I did not. Uh, I was it was right before Hanukkah because I didn't want nine shitty gifts. So no, I broke up with him because it just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. And I think honestly, at the time, I was just starting to get some fame, and I was like, okay, come on. Yeah. No, no, I'm serious. I know it's terrible. No, it's no, awesome. Yeah. We get it. He's like five nine. I need somebody taller. Oh. I was like a guy, yeah. and I also thought, uh, you know, too, let's be honest, he's a beginning broker at like a Morgan Stanley or something. Yeah. He's never going to make money. Like, I didn't have any faith in the guy. Yeah. I know, I'm telling you. I was like, no, it was this is the best. No, it was bad. Yeah, but I literally, great. then, though, this is how bad I am with a breakup in the old days. This yeah. is 30 years ago. I remember he called me out of nowhere once, and he just said, so, how you doing? I just wanted to let you know. I have a serious girlfriend now. Like, I don't know why people do that. Yeah. But it enraged yeah. me because I was like, oh, he had been all crying and sad when we broke up. So here's the quote that I hope you never hear from a girl. I go, oh, really? Oh, that's great. And guess what, man? I think you and I both know that a day is not going to go by. Where you don't think about Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> I literally, oh my God. I literally said that sentence plus putting myself in the third person because I was replaced and I had so much anger about that. But yet I had re I had broken up with him and then he replaced me. So he did it exactly right. But I that can't stand that. Great. Well, do you know? Thank God I changed his name for this story. Yeah. It was slightly less Jewy. He emailed me like 10 years later and he goes, you know, through my website because I was famous by then. He goes, you know, I remember what you said. And a day hasn't oh, gone no. by. Look him up. He has a wife and kids. And I say, you should be ashamed. And I press delete. So I had grown up in fucking 10 years. But is that insane? Like, I had Dude. I had some very undignified breakups. I also used to always quote movies. Like, I would, and my guys were too stupid to watch good movies. Yeah. So I'd always at the end go, oh, like I quote something from like the way we were, or I'd sex in the city. I'd go, oh, I guess it's the end of an era. And in my head, I'd be going, good fucking breakup speech, Lampanelli. Yeah. So I mean, I am an expert at breaking up badly. Yeah. So at least you guys at your age are going way better than I was. Yeah. Um. One thing I do object to, however, Nicholas. <laughs> Knew it. Nicholas is. This is. I don't know if you've done this, Bo, but. How about when you do go through a breakup and you kind of say to yourself, hey, this is great. I'm not closed off. Oh, I had my sadness, which I think yeah. is very healthy. Stop Frenching the mic, Nick. Um, I was just thinking of Bo. Okay. You go, oh, I'm so mature. I've cried. I really got out of my system. I've mourned this. And I move on to perhaps a new person on the apps or yeah. someone in life, which I think is very healthy because the trick with a breakup is to not let it close you off to everyone else. And suddenly right. women are all cunts. <laughs> we all hate that guy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, honestly, yeah. that is not what we do here at Losers with a Dream LLC. Except, yes, don't forget that. during our live show, which I did. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you got Bo, through the anger. He got through the anger. If you came to the Bridgeport Stress Factory one, you witnessed Bo trying to win you guys back for 30 minutes. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> Said clam 75 times. Well, no, so here's the deal with you, okay? 
Nick, here's how stupid so you are. Yep. You, if recent memory, if some recent memory serves me in my Alzheimer-free brain, you, instead of moving slightly forward after your recent dumping, decided that, as Larry Miller, the famous comic, used to say, I'm going to put sour milk Take it out of the fridge and see if it's gotten less sour. Yeah. So let me just go back in the old Rolodex of time and Scrambling say, "Scramble it, man! How do you like those eggs?" So it's like the trick. He he texts a girl from the recent past and says, "Hey, you want to grab coffee?" Which oh, no, no girl. Shut up, Nick. And no girl has ever heard that and not thought, "Oh my God." Oh, maybe there's a chance again, even though he dumped me and said, like, I was a clam. So <laughs> luckily for you, though, and her, her clam memory Pretty was good. on point yeah. and was like, oh, clam I memory. thought I annoyed you and you didn't like me. <laughs> so I think she saved you from another potential breakup. So stop going backwards. Why did you do it? Why do you think you clear it? Be honest. Dad? <laughs> you know, why did you think you what was the feeling that led to you kind of going backwards instead of going you know what um i'm just gonna move on i was just spiraling emotionally that was all it was literally the day i got dumped and then i was like i got a text from that girl and it took me like two hours to think of like a calm normal response right <laughs> that wasn't like mean or anything not that i'm really i'm not even really like that honestly but no, I, I was know. just like what well, sounds good like whatever i had to think it out so i did that i went to the gym and then I was like, I got home and I I was done for the rest of the day. Right. And I was like, I got to distract myself. Yeah. But here's the they're, problem. They're, they're There's ways to distract yourself that don't end up potentially hurting anybody else. You can only watch so, so many episodes of Sopranos. Well, you can also <laughs> pick up the booze. Yeah. Pick up that, the though. heroin. Yeah. Pick I picked up, up the some food. sushi. There Ooh. you go. A little porn there. Yeah, yeah a little porn. <laughs> but little honestly, I think that's what we <laughs> in all seriousness have to do is go. I could text that person from my past. Like this fucking douchebag Steve Cohen emailing me out of nowhere going, yeah, I do think about you a lot. It's like work on your own marriage and yourself because if I was weaker in the moment, I could have been roped into something really shitty. Yeah. So I think I'm not shitting on you. Nick, guys your age make this mistake all the time. And by the way, people in general make that mistake up to the age of fucking 80 to dead. Yeah. But if we got to think one step ahead, it's like, oh, that could potentially fuck with somebody else. And I don't think that's you. No, no, it, it was just in the moment. It was like, it was done. The, the last, the, the, the few days after that happened, it was literally of just like me distracting myself. Like I was making lists of things I had to do. Like even like, errands right that's fine like, but that's fine too just let me distract and then i'm like what can i put on that won't make me think too much or what like right that's why like if i watch the i know it's gonna happen i watch old podcasts i know it's gonna happen i'm not okay, anxious so do you then realize the error of your ways yeah, i knew it and do as you feel i was bad? doing it <laughs> Because that was never going to work out with this other one that you texted. It no, just was never going to work out no. because you guys aren't compatible. But I get the temptation. We've all done it. Yeah. But try not to anymore because it would just hurt somebody else. It's yeah. true. It took me like a year and a half to stop going back to my last ex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because I would get sad or I'd get and I would just be like, okay, I know because I knew that she would pick up the phone. I knew she would come over. I knew, like, you know what I mean? It was just, like, an easy hit that I could always get. Yeah. And um, eventually she, like, oh, she took it upon herself to be like, no, like, I'm not, I'm not going to let you do this to me anymore. And, and that's like, probably the, the wake-up call she needed, too. And yeah. also, I like that the one that Nick's 
Nick had texts, she really had fucking stood up to you and been like, yeah, well, you know, it's not going to work because you yeah. said it wasn't going to work. So why are you doing this? Which I thought was good because it, it kind of, really good. once somebody kind of hammers us, we're like, oh, I guess I shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. So get your ass on the apps if they're not already there. I'm Move on. on. I'm on Uber Eats. Forget about it. Also, I think let's have a real frank discussion. And this is not saying Nick is stupid because he's not. Yeah. If a girl says I'm seeing someone else, she's seeing somebody else and likes them better. Yeah. If a guy says he's seeing someone, no one brings that up hoping you're going to say, I don't know. What do you say? They go, hey, <laughs> are we seeing other people? Not, you know, I'm seeing other people, right? Yeah. yeah. So you missed a red flag. Okay. You know, you missed a pink flag because it wasn't like, hey, I like someone better, but let's continue boning for a while, which, yeah. you know, then you know. So pink flag, I think, don't you kind of agree now that if someone says, I'm seeing other guys, you know that, right? Yeah. I also thought, because this is the thing, too, is she's, well, I'll just say her age. She's 27, and she's never had a relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, no, that's a big one. Either you're a creepy Christian like Lou. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Uh, No. Uh, No, but, like, that's kind of, that was a red flag. And I was like, and she would say things once in a while that looking back, I'm like, huh. She'd be like, yeah, I'm just like, if this is a big deal for you, or like, say something, and then, like, try to like almost push away right yeah right you know what i mean and it was like but i mean i was like you know what let's i'm focusing on the wrong show let's i'm having fun with her it's fine let me just move forward with this but here's one thing i do like about this you did sort of put yourself in there emotionally and did take a chance and it's better that it failed with you taking a chance than you going like i really didn't go I didn't show up emotionally, so yeah, it's never yeah. going to work, no matter what, if it doesn't. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had way more. I think we've talked about it on here before. I've had way more uh, regrets about not going all in or not doing enough than, with, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that I will always <laughs> regret. So at least I, like, look back and go, did your best, man. Did everything you wanted to do. Don't overthink it. A buddy of mine gave me that advice, too. I was, like, talking about, like, uh, what to text. He goes, dude, don't overthink the shit. He goes, you got to be you. If they don't like it, what can you do? Yeah. Like, just, just... What do you feel? Do you want to talk to her right now? Text her. Don't overthink. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll talk to her an hour ago. I oh, mean. the overthinking is the worst. We got to do an episode <laughs> on overthinking because honestly, we get so crazy in our heads and oh none God. of this is reality. Now, you're <laughs> no. not off the hook, Bo. Okay. Ooh. It seemed like you, because this has been me for, had been me up till I stopped dating. Seems like you kind of, you, okay, by the way, when you got a girlfriend, you were so fucking excited. It's like you got a puppy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, it was almost like, I locked it down. Yay! I lo- yeah, I, lo- I love love. I love, you know. Right, which excited. is just yeah. codependence. Yeah, sure. So here's what it is. We all love the good feelings, but with the wrong person, it's going to end. So how do you kind of think you like the idea of having a smart, cool girlfriend more than you actually liked this smart cool person uh yeah probably yeah i think i just i like the idea of being with someone mm-hmm. and then like you know i start to meet somebody like, oh all right they could fit you know all right there's a few things that are not working there but it, i it helped me figure out for the next one i think but i mean do you, you think know? like the idea of it of being it's something to cross off a list is appealing Cause I think that's what we go through sometimes is we're like, okay, so I got the girl locked down, gonna fucking uh, get the house. I'm gonna. Do you feel like it was like insert girl here sometimes, but not like with low standards because she was very cool and yeah. you had high standards with her. But do you think 
kind of it's has to be thought of more as like not just something to cross off a list of goals um yeah i guess i mean i think it has to happen organically i can't force it into the box just mm -hmm. because i want the it to be crossed off right but i think that i also at the same time have to just be open to it anything and you know hoping that it works out you know like i'm i'm always going to be hopeful that that happens you know what i mean yeah um but yeah i i don't, I don't know i think well, no, I think uh, the hope is great. Yeah. Uh, but not the overly. You know, you'll survive no matter what. Yeah. Like, there's no way any of you guys are gonna kill yourselves if you don't have a fucking girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you're all gonna be fine. Every your suicidal personality trait isn't gonna come out and somehow <laughs> slit your throat unless I tell it to. <laughs> so you're you're gonna be fine. It's just kind of a. Uh, it's that staying too long, like we talked about in a different podcast when we just know sh we shouldn't. Yeah. You know, what do you think, by the way, what do you think of all those tears were really about that former breakup? Like that was a big yeah. mountain of tears. When you think about it, because it was a few years ago, right? Yeah. What do you think now that you've had time to process it? What what were those about? Um, it was a lot of fear. It was also the end of a really codependent situation. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of taking a leap of faith on like being with myself. Mm -hmm. That was so terrifying to me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like I was basically her caretaker for the most part. So right. it was a lot of my purpose as well. So there was just a lot of fear over what was going to become of me and whether or not I was going to be okay. Wow. Through it. So it was like a a huge step into like unknown territory. And I knew it had to happen, but I was just so scared. And I think that when she walked in, I was also scared of hurting her because I had been so codependent. And so right. it's like, it's like, you know, you caretake something and then all of a sudden you have to kill it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's a terrifying thought. Cause it's like, Oh, I've been like for years, I've been trying to keep this thing happy and yeah. like keep and like make this thing happy right and now i have to like knowingly hurt you know and that that was i think the the do you think reason. any part of you and i'm, I'm I, I bet the answer is no but just curious do you think any part of any of that crying was um emotional manipulation because i know sometimes we subconsciously do kind of cry to get not to get sympathy consciously but we just go oh that was a little bit about me looking like i'm in pain so that you kind of feel sorry for me even though i'm doing this dirty work yeah i i don't think so i think uh well i would think about that if i were you no <laughs> no, <laughs> no because i think yeah i think i was in just that that amount of pain Mm -hmm. And I did feel so guilty about the timing of when mm -hmm. I broke up with her. And like, I, I, I just felt like I just felt terrible. I was in like shell shock. So oh. most of it is like when we talked about in that episode about death of a dream, it's like your whole dream for your life was like, what is this? What is my life even going to look like now that I don't have this dream is gone? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was like taking her to her like, you know, doctor's appointments and stuff. Cause she was having like health problems. Cause she was 75 years yeah. old. It was so sad. <laughs> but I was like, I want to go to the OBGYN. Bo loves a cougar. Actually, he loves a lion. <laughs> he loves a, a lion. Tyrannosaurus Rex. 
<laughs> take her teeth out. Doctor's appointments. Jesus Christ. The minute somebody asked me to take him to the doctor's, by that the way, it, yeah. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I remember Jimmy Big's ball, Big Balls got sick with an ear infection once, and I was like, can you Uber that? Because I just... <laughs> I remember when he got weight loss surgery, like you're supposed to fucking wait for them and like hang out with them in the room. And I'm like, I think I'm just going to go back to the city. (laughs) I know. So we'll do an episode on emotional closed offness next. No, but I think also one last thing. Uh, First of all, again, I compliment you guys on being so open. I think it's really great for men to talk about this. I think, and we can round table this. I think closure is fucking bullshit. It's a faulty concept. It's never closed, meaning no conversation has led to closure. No, oh, let's meet up one last time has led to closure. You feel it until you feel it. Yeah. So I think that whole thing of like, um, I think we have to sit down and have that one last talk. It's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. And they say that about death too or anything else. So I think closure is just something that doesn't really exist. What do you think? I think so. I think it's used as a manipulative tool to like yeah. inspire hope or get something from the other person. Right. So when yeah. Nick called the girlfriend and said, I just need closure <laughs> and meet, where was it? Where'd you guys meet after Missouri? Blue Colony Diner in Newtown, oh, Connecticut. Oh, I've been there many times. I think I did it just because I wanted to try and bang her one last well, time. See, that's sure. it. I know. Yeah. Like, you want to go to your car? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is kind of like a manipulation. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It always yeah. is. Put yeah. my wiener on a plate and I said, You hungry? And she said, Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> She goes, I have a burnt one at home. (laughs) Oh, black guy. (laughs) We get it. Thank you. Oh, my God. All right. Are we done or what? Yeah, and I want to say one last thing. You guys... Continue with your dating. Please, what are you doing? Bo wants to do the I love us. And he, no, and he started, I'm saying. He, he went like this. I just saw him wind up and he went, uh, he talking. I just want to say what I said to a friend who's been interviewing for jobs and she likes one part of it, but not the other. And then she doesn't like this. She likes that. I said, with girls, with guys, with jobs, with anything, it's always the wrong one till it's the right one. So don't worry because it's Oh, just as long as you keep in the game and you keep trying, unlike me, who has opted out <laughs> and has a shriveled clam. Oh. Ew. Not, not literally. Oh, but no. It, just keep... It, it, just stay in the fucking game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because you you're learning from all this stuff. Yeah. You're two little ducklings <laughs> waddling down the street, and hopefully you'll get hit by an enormous car. Somebody <laughs> Playing games yeah. with my heart with your fart. Oh my god! All right, let's get out of here. Maybe Guys. we'll come back next week. Maybe not. We will. Okay, Shut we will. Up. See you next week. I, I love us. Sex. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. I fucking hate these guys. 